0: Good morning. It's November, December 29th, and this is to my liberal friends. On January 3rd, Republicans will take control of the House of Representatives. Who becomes the next Speaker of the House is anyone's guess. Kevin McCarthy looked to be the new Speaker, but a renegade group of Republicans, led by Congressman Andy Biggs of Arizona, are threatening to withhold their votes unless he gives in to their demands. So here's a list of their demands, and some of them are just not doable. First, restore any member's ability to make a, quote, motion to vacate the chair, end quote, and force a vote on removing the Speaker. Now, former Representative Martin Meadows, a founding Freedom Caucus member, helped propel former Speaker John Boehner toward retirement by making a motion to vacate vacate the Chair in 2015. There's no way any Speaker can give into this because it would force the Caucus into an embarrassing position of having to vote on the Speaker's position on the whims of one or two members. They'd be voting over and over. Second, require at least 72 hours from the release of final bill text before it gets a vote on the floor. Now, this one actually has a little bit of merit. It would give members time to read the bills, but there will be times where the time constraints simply cannot be met. Third, bar House GOP leadership and leadership affiliate packs from getting involved in primaries. The McCarthy-aligned Congressional Leadership Fund was active in many House primaries, boosting McCarthy-friendly candidates in the 2022 cycle. So what Andy Biggs and his group are saying is, hey, if we got some far-right guy out there in a primary and you got a moderate, you can't get involved with him. Now, many of these recalcitrant members are Donald Trump devotees, and if Republicans had fewer of these type of candidates in the election, they might have won more seats. But this demand is designed to keep reasonable Republicans from trying to block the far-right candidates that these Freedom Caucus members want. Fifth, increase the number of Freedom Caucus members in committee chairmanships and on the House Rules Committee. Wow, another self-serving demand. You simply cannot agree to this. The House leadership is set up in a certain way, and you can't break that just to appease these nut jobs. Sixth, decline to raise the debt ceiling without a plan to cap spending and balance the budget in 10 years. Now, in theory, this would be a good thing, but in practice, it won't work unless Democrats buy in and it's as well, and we all know they're not going to do this. Seventh, do not return the blind embrace of earmarks. The practice of directing federal spending to a specific recipient of project was brought back to this Congress as, quote, community project funding, end quote, after a decade-long ban. Now, the House Republican Caucus last month overwhelmingly voted against an internal proposal to ban the practice. This is one I think McCarthy might actually look at and find a way to negotiate on. Earmarks have some value at time, but most of the time they're just pork. But every speaker knows that control of those earmarks can help keep members in line. Eighth, use, quote, must-pass bills like the Annual Defense Authorization Bill and the Farm Bill as leverage to secure conservative priorities and, quote, check the Biden administration. You can do that at certain points in time, but it can't be always. And lastly, create a, quote, church committee-style panel to target weaponized government. <clears throat> While McCarthy and House Republicans have promised extensive investigation into the Biden administration and alleged politicization of federal agencies, some, like these other congressmen, think the plans don't go far enough. Against something like this could only backfire on Republicans. Andy Biggs took the seat of my former partner, Matt Salmon, when Matt retired from Congress. He's since gone further and further to the right, and made demands of leadership that cannot and should not be granted. What Biggs and his cohorts are doing is allowing the Republicans to squabble among themselves while the Democrats sit back and laugh, hoping the Republicans will simply implode on themselves. I have some advice for Republicans when they take over the majority. Don't get bogged down in investigations to a point where they become your primary focus. I know the Hunter Biden story is a sexy one, but if it comes too much of your focus, voters will tune you out. Republicans need to... Focus their attention on policy. With the majority, they can pass bills out of the House that will make many Democrats in the Senate very uneasy. They should pass an immigration bill that might bring some border state Democrats along with them, making it look somewhat bipartisan. Something like that will put the Biden administration and Chuck Schumer in a political box with their, poor or their more progressive members. Take heed to what Justice Gorsuch said when he made it clear of this is a congressional responsibility. Take a look at really reforming social security, I don't mean privatizing, that ship sailed. Let the voters know you're looking for ways to make it stronger and more financially secure. That may entail changing some of the age requirements and more than likely increasing the amount of earnings subject to the FICA tax. Most importantly, cut government spending wherever possible. Make it clear to Biden and Senate Democrats that the days of trillion-dollar spending packages are over. Let the American public know that you're trying to bring back some fiscal sanity to government spending. These are just a couple of suggestions, but please, House Republicans, tell the small group of Freedom Caucus members attempting to hold the caucus hostage, hostage to sit down and shut up. Elect McCarthy as a speaker and start doing the business to the American people. This has been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening.